welcome to the Ike Packers podcast. Go Pack Go! NFL Draft, what a blast, what a blast! Go Pack Go! Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. Please leave a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. We're IKE underscore Packers on Twitter. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Packers podcast. The NFL Draft is over and we are diving into the players, the crop for the Green Bay Packers. We are very excited and we are giving away a Christian Watson jersey in this episode. We are super hyped to have you here live from Florence, Italy. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Packers podcast. My name is Alex Eichstead. I'm your host and Packers fans. The NFL Draft is over, so we have analysis breaking down the players that they selected to be the next line crop of Green Bay players. I'm here with my co-host, KJ. We are in the beautiful Florence, Italy, coming to you live on vacation. But you knew it was no true break from the NFL at any time, especially when the NFL draft is going on. So we have some great fire for you guys today, a great episode. Cage, welcome to the podcast. How you doing? Doing phenomenal. Packers fans are coming to you live from Florence, Italy. Alex and I have advanced to the next leg of the trip. It's an incredible place. Uh, you know, we see there's some Packers fans in Italy. Appreciate everyone following, everyone listening. Appreciate all the Packers fans all around the world. Yep. Uh, you know, United States and all the countries. And I highly recommend it. You can get here. It's special. It's crazy. You know, look up El Duomo. Super cool. But long story short, hey, it's Monday. So we got to do Ike Packers podcast. We're going to recap the draft, like Al said. Very excited. We, we've got a chance to break down some more film on these guys, a little bit, a bit more about them. Obviously, the Packers drafted Lucas Van Ness, uh, Luke Musgrave, the tight end, Jaden Reed, Michigan State, wide receiver, Tucker Kraft, and then, you know, their fourth-round pick, Colby Wooden, um, in addition to a bunch of other guys we're going to look at. So I'm excited. You know, draft time is super exciting. No matter where you are, you have to check on the on the draft. I think every football fan would agree on that. And, uh, yeah, let's learn about these players. Let's have a great show. Alex, thank you for having me. Packers fans, as we were walking through downtown Florence, we were, you know, exploring, seeing the sights, doing a lot of steps. And so we've been studying some tape, resting our legs afterwards. And the tape looks pretty good. I would say, you know, some of these players that immediate reaction podcast to the draft, you know, I have hope for these players. And, yeah, and that, I think that's, that's kind of my general perception is, you know, some guys I was you know, disappointed that we didn't take another player maybe instead of. But that doesn't mean that this player can't be successful for Green Bay. We're going to start just with the round one selection and go go through the picks. Um, let's yeah. start with Lucas Van Ness out of Iowa. I'll give my one sentence take on this guy. Is if he can be an all-pro, the Packers will have won this draft. Yeah, I mean, that's, like, obviously. You know, obviously, but... Lucas Van Ness, uh, <laughs> before we get deeper on him, I just want to mention that we are giving away the Christian Watson jersey at the yes, end of the show. Yes, we are. We're, we are. we're, we're, we're um, rattling off the winner. Uh, thank you, everyone, for participating, for sending in those emails, and for entering this contest. There's going to be many more contests on the way. We're going to be announcing that at the very end of the show. <laughs> but, yeah, obviously the Packers drafted Lucas Van Ness early from Iowa. He looks like a beast. You know, he's a sophomore Redshirt sophomore. He's barely played football. This guy's super raw. 
very athletic. One thing you stands out about him on his tape is he always runs quarterbacks down from behind. And that's a valuable skill to have. You know, how often are guys, like, fooled at the pump fake? Maybe then they start sc- the quarterback starts scrambling a bit. Lucas Van Ness hits him from behind, brings him down from behind. You can't have your lineman be slower than the quarterback. You know, that's a no. big no-no. This guy's a huge guy. He does look like a bigger T.J. Watt. You know, he can be a down lineman, which is handy. You can line him up inside He's or outside. He's definitely more J.J. than T.J. He's definitely more J.J. than T.J. That's a good, uh, that's a good description. Um, so kind of picture that. And, yeah, this guy's an explosive twitch. He also hits guys really hard in the sacks. Like, he, he hits them hard and so hard, in fact, that he might have to watch uh, to get a penalty because he yeah. likes, there's a few plays in his highlights where he slams a quarterback that's down. that's a star quarterback. Yeah, if that's a star quarterback, it's an easy play. College even, guy, who cares? Even though I don't agree with it. Even though, but So, Lucas Van Ness, I really like the pick, man. You know, we predicted it on Amazon Prime. And we made that pick very intentionally. Very intentionally. He was the pick at 13. He was also the pick at 15 if he was available. Exactly. So maybe not the sexiest player at pick 13 every year, but he was the guy. He was the best pick at this pick. Look at the tape. This guy's a very sexy player. He's got upside. He's only a redshirt sophomore. Like, this guy barely knows how to play football. He's very strong. I think... I like that he can go down lineman, right? You see him in the inside for Iowa. You see him on the end. A true D-end type prospect for Green Bay. A guy with his hand in the dirt, taking on, you know, left tackles like David Bakhtiari without just always standing up. You know, maybe there is something to these guys like Jared Allen, if well, you remember lower, him from the Vikings. Getting lower. Yeah, J.J. Watt, you know, right, hand pass in the dirt. You know, True like, defensive and pass and rushing. And he can swallow up a running back. It helps with the run stopping, I believe. Yeah. And so, you know, you're not just running past all the time and, like, flying and not, right. never stopping the run. You're actually, like, collapsing the pocket, making it tougher to run. So Lucas Van Ness is going to help in multiple areas on this And defense. I just want to add, like, there always seems something about Lucas Van Ness that would, like, draw him to the Packers. And I saw the same things last year with Christian Watson. So so when we got asked to make a pick on this Amazon Prime show, Packers fans, you know, it's one of those things that you really just want to do a good job with. It's something that Alex and I never thought would happen. Obviously, you know, we, we always envision great things for Ike and everything. So it's cool when these opportunities do come up. But it's still very flattering at the same time. It's very surreal. It's a very cool moment. So when we had this chance to make this pick, we really wanted to nail it. You know, we kind of did our research. We're saying, like, okay, who makes sense? What are Goot's draft tendencies? And Lucas Van Ness was our pick at that time. Will he be available? Maybe he won't be available. You know, it turned out he was available. And look at the Jets pick. Everyone talks about the pick swap. Packers, Jets, This listen to this, Packers fans. The Jets at 15. Talk about a reach. If you're pissed about... Any of the Packers picks maybe being a reach. Talk about a reach. Will McDonald the fourth at pick 15 for the Jets was one of the few picks in the first round I thought was like, "Uh uh-huh. Even though I like the player, I like Van Ness way better. But what does that mean? What is the takeaway? It's that the pass rushers go early. Like Van Ness was a better pass rusher. 15 was a tough spot. That's why he moved. Bro, like Van Ness was the first pass rusher off the board besides Will Anderson. It went Will Anderson. The whole Texas A&M guy? Unless you mean, oh, Tyree Wilson, yeah, yeah. too. But, like, okay, so those are, like, guys that are never going to make it to 13. But the top guy in the Packers' range, pass rusher, um, was Lucas Van Ness. And then it was, like, a slew of other ones. And because pass rushers are so valuable, we've really been hammering this home, Packers fans, the last few pods you've been listening. Shout out to all the listeners in over 100 countries. But 
they go quickly. It's like talented offensive tackles, you know, talented quarterbacks. They go early, and when one goes, there's a run on these guys. So I thought it was super cool how, you know, like, okay, let's look at everything, Lucas Van Ness, and then the Packers did end up drafting Van Ness. It was super cool, and I'm very hopeful to pick. Uh, any final thoughts on Van Ness, or should we go Luke Musgrave, tight end round two? He looks Van Ness, I would say he's going to help, Packers fans. He's going to help. I think he's more ready... We and think. more higher potential than Rashawn Gary, actually, maybe. That might be a bold take, no, Packers fans, but I would I say it's, it. it's both of them. He might be, you know, a little more productive than Gary was out of college and have a higher potential than Gary. I really like the pick. Moving on, round two, 42, Luke Musgrave, the Oregon State tight end. Looking at his film, really doing a deep dive. First he gets open. He gets open. This guy gets open. He, he's he's k- making catches at all three levels of the football field. If you turn on the Luke Musgrave tape, Packers fans, first know that he's 6'6", six, six, uh, 250 pounds, ran a uh, 4.61 40-yard dash. That was second um, I believe that was second fastest. And then he ran a 10-yard uh, split of 1.54. So that was the fastest of all 10. So this guy, like you see him on film, he definitely gets open and makes catches in the short field, in the uh, you know medium range, and then also deep. But he basically had his season cut short due to injury, so there's a very small sample size. And, he looks uh, like a twig. That's the opposite side of it. He's, he's a very skinny, uh, you know, pass catching threat for the Packers at the tight end position. I don't necessarily think he's going to be out there so many plays. He wasn't getting many highlights run blocking. Well, so the there was thing, no highlights, run blocking. He's he's getting open in the seam. He's getting open on these post routes. And never never really making guys miss cage. Kind of going down quite easy. That's, I'd say, the negative of him. But he does have speed. He does have size. It should translate if he can stay healthy. Um, I, I would say this pick for me was about a C-. minus. Okay, well, I just want to add that uh, one other thing that we noticed about Luke Musgrave on film is he goes down very easily. Like, like this guy does not, like, rumble after the catch like other players do. We're about to talk about in a sec. And he definitely gets open, makes his catches, but then he basically goes down in the first or second guy, very similar to, uh, you know, some of the Packers' old players, man. You know, like, we need, we've been saying it for years in this pod, the Packers need run-after-the-catch players Guys that Jordan Love can dump it off like 5, 10 yards to that basically just go and get you 50 yards, you know, 40 yards. And it can actually make plays after the catch. And Luke Musgrave doesn't really seem like he can make many plays after the catch. So that's a negative on him. He's got a quick twitch with his 10-yard split, obviously. I just mentioned that. That's good. He might have a few routes. That's good for his breaks. You know, that's good for his agility. But he probably has like really low strength rating if you... um, you know, if you're making, like, a Madden character, I'm just curious. You like, just look at him, and you, you see a little bit of fragility. You know, he's he looks fragile. And speaking of guys, Cage, who can make big plays, Jaden Reed is a big play threat. The wide receiver drafted round two, pick 50 out of Michigan State. Jayden this Reed. pick, you know, Jaden Reed seems to be an all-around baller for Michigan State. Kind of like when you that team's best receiver. I think that's pretty obvious. And... The thing with Jaden Reed is not that I don't think he's he's a strong player. He scores a lot of big plays. He's in the end zone. This guy's always making big plays. He's always making big plays. I think that I just question if his his speed 
will translate to the next level in terms of keeping those big plays, KJ? What, what are your thoughts well, on that? he's got big plays in the Big Ten. You know, if you want the exact, like, how it is. We turned on some Jalen Hyatt highlights right after watching uh, basically – you know, Jaden Reed highlights, and Hyatt has got an extra gear. You know, like, yeah. there's no doubt about that. Hyatt's he added. the super prospect. However, Reed. Reed did have a lot of big plays. You know, he's very, yeah. like, dangerous. I would say he's, like, a dangerous player. And and he's not super tall. You know, Packers have uh, Christian, uh, yeah, Christian Watson, super tall guy. They just drafted, you know, Luke Musgrave. They just drafted Tucker Craft, who we'll get to in a sec. So maybe they want, like, he, he's probably going to be that dangerous weapon in the slot. He, he reminds me of he is one of like Amari Rodgers, you so, know? So, no, this guy's light years better than Amari Rodgers, man. Like, like, come on. But but we're just talking about run after the catch, right, Packers fans? Jaden Reed can run after the catch. And I think that's the, uh, you know, probably, like, one of the biggest takeaways from him. He can, he can bring kickoffs and punts to the house. Obviously, we have Keyshawn Nixon, and he better stay there. LaFleur, if you're listening, do not put Jaden Reed in, in the kickoff punt return. you got to have Keyshawn back there. K-9, you got to have him yeah, taking that. Yeah, K-9's job. So Jaden Reed maybe does a little punt returning if K-9 needs a spell. He right? ran a 4-4-5 at the combine. It's not, uh, it's not s- slow. You no, know? but his speed is definitely not high. It's on the, on the film. You, you, you just see it. It's definitely not high. It's got a crazy burst. He's got a crazy burst. So I would say with Reed, you know, upside Packers fans... Upside is like a, maybe a poor man driver, poor man Greg Jennings. You yeah, know, like very similar very, player. Think driver, think Greg Jennings. You know, maybe think a little like, you know, similar to those guys. Yeah, right? Donald Driver, Greg Jennings. You know, kind of like that kind of height, that kind of build, that kind of uh, run after the catch. Kind of maybe maybe exactly. he could be really. Remember you know, Packers guy, those this eras? Guy looks like he could take a snap route to the house. Do you, you know? remember Packers fans? These eras where you know Favre, Rogers would hit Donald Driver or Greg Jennings. And they would, you know, give the defenders a little shake and bake and just burn them to the house and pick up, like, you know, at least 10 extra yards, but, like, always make a defender miss. Jaden Reed looks like he's going to try and make a defender miss every time he gets the ball. And speaking of a man who is tough to break down and hold wanting on, hold to on, make hold on. I just want to say final thoughts on Jaden Reed. I'm a believer. After going back and forth a bit, I do believe that this guy will succeed. He started his career at Western Michigan and uh, basically played there for one year. He had 800 yards and eight touchdowns and a punt return for a touchdown. So he balled. He was freshman All-American. Uh, then he's like, yo, I got to get to a bigger school. Played a couple years in Michigan State. Balled out. And then now he's drafting the second round. He was 4-4-5. Apparently the Packers timed him at 4-3-7. I don't know if I'm buying that. You know, super fast for the Big Ten. I don't know how fast it would be in the SEC. But I'm a, I'm a believer. I really do yeah, believe. I think, I so. the I think he doubt. can be a good receiver. Yeah, it's just like, do I like where he well, was What's your grade for him? That, that's the thing. I, I grade that a, the, a B. You know, like, B minus, well, actually. Well, B do minus. you like where he's picked? That's, no, see, that's, that's my thing. whole B. I don't know if I like where he was picked. That's my thing, Pakistan. It's nothing against Jane Reed, the player. But could you have gotten him later? Very, very much, very much likely. So, so Al, you said speaking about a man who is darn hard to bring down. This guy's a bulldozer. Who are we talking about next? We're talking about Tucker Kraft, the tight end out of South Dakota State. He was interviewed on this this podcast, and we drafted him round three, pick 78. We threw on his tape. And similar to Christian Watson a year ago where, you you know, smaller school, South Dakota school, Dakota school, not playing the best talent. But on the eye test, this guy is an absolute beast, running players over, Taking 
two guys trying to tackle him and still running them both over, stiff-arming linebackers. He's just tough, Cage. I think he's got a lot of grit, and I think he always is going to be one of those tough players to bring down. His game is a lot of, you know, like the style of it. Not saying he'll be anywhere near as good as Gronk, but the style of it is very similar to Gronkowski. Yeah, Tucker Craft looks like a man amongst boys uh, in basically, you know, the division that... The Dakota division. South Dakota State is yeah. in. And, you know, just want to address that because apparently we called uh, South Dakota State D2. Obviously, you know, it's called, like, I think... You know, so, so, so it ain't power do. five. I don't know what it is. Like, I have to admit, I really don't power know. Five. Um, I'd have to look it up, and I don't want to cheat. Okay, so, so, so basically, we don't want to. Don't mean any disrespect. What we want to say in compliment, being complimentary of those programs, like the same one Christian Watson is from North Dakota State. They're they're always good, so that's they're a good compliment. Enough. But so these guys aren't good programs but christian watson in his film was a man amongst boys and so was tucker craft like alex said he would run guys over he was he would, my favorite team packers fan he was my favorite pick too like him, him mm-hmm. and van ness for sure and um yeah man van i mean ness tucker craft like he looks like a man amongst boys he actually hit us up I, definitely go check out the podcast episode type in ike packers tucker craft and very all cool about guy. This guy he hit us up uh in the draft process after he was on the show ike packers and he basically said, yo, I shaved it. I just finished my pro day. I shaved an entire second off my 40, uh, my, uh, 40 time. So he ran a 4.59 in his pro day. And this wow. guy, like, so 4.61, 4.59, these guys are fast tight ends. Even if they look a little slower than receivers, you know, because they're 6.5, 6.6. Six, six. Oh, FCS. It's called FCS. Excuse me. FCS. Packers fans, FCS. And in South Dakota State fans, North Dakota State, we call it FTS. Apparently, it's not Division Two; it's FTS. We got some angry messages about that. <laughs> but um, yeah, big hey, bl- doesn't mean we disrespect the play because Tucker Craft. It's was respectable balling. play, yeah, man. Look, look at the players it's put in the NFL. Christian Watson hit the ground running, and I have a funny feeling Tucker Craft's going to as well. Basically, we we uh, we sent him a congratulatory text after he was drafted by the Pack, and you know what he said, Packers fans? He said, "See you soon." This man's ready to get to work. This man seems like a beast, Packers fans. He's you're so going to love him. Yeah, you're going to love him. His confidence is unbelievable. Packers we've interviewed a decent amount of players, and whether it be Badgers players. Especially at the college level. Whether it be Bucks players. Yeah, whether it be, like, we, you know, dozens of Badgers interviews uh, on, uh, you know, Ike Badgers. If you want interested in Keanu Benton's interview or Nick Herbig's interview or other, other guys like that, we've got those on, like, Badgers. But... What I was going to we've talked to a lot of players, even some you know NBA players on our Ike Bucks podcast, um, and Tucker Craft might be the most confident one, man. And, and like not like an asshole way, you know. He that's all that's the vibe I've gotten. Like he might be the most confident one, and he's that's just cool. I would say he's and cool. he's cool. cool. He's like, like yeah. It's like okay, are you going to want a Love jersey, a Watson jersey, a Craft jersey? Maybe Musgrave goes off. Maybe Van Ness goes off. The Packers have a lot of upside with this class. I think that's a thing we may not like. We may not be in love with these players right here, right now, but these are picks for the next four years minimum, Packers fans. Think about it like that. Maybe a little slower because Love's now the quarterback. Like, you can... You don't need to win now. That pressure's off. Yeah, you know, like, this is going to be a year of growing pains. Trust me. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a year of growing pains. You know, first year Jordan Lewis starter. It's going to be a year of growing pains. In general, though, Packers fans. Very happy with Tucker Crafts. Three weapons for Jordan Love in the first three rounds. 
that is something exciting. Yeah. Whether he's the guy, these are the guys you wanted. The players look pretty good. I think, you know, the Packers can find ways to be successful with them. Round four, the edge. Colby Wooden out of Auburn, KJ. This guy fast. looks like a beast. You know, he's fast. 6'4", 273 pounds. He ran a 4'7'9". So he's actually really fast. You look at his film. He always is sacking the quarterback. And he's playing with SEC speed. He's got burst, too. They say this guy's quick twitch muscles uh, really, really stood out. You know, he... Well, the thing that stood out to me on the tape, Packers fans, was the strip sack. He was going yeah. for the strip when he was getting to the quarterback, slamming the arm. You know, Van Ness is very fundamental on the other side, right? He gets to the quarterback, he brings him down, which is probably the best option. But if Colby Wooden gets his shot, you know, as a third or fourth the end in this rotation, he might just strip the ball. Bro, he's going to be going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Devontae Wyatt. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah. You know, that's who he's going to get for play against for his playing time because, you know, Kenny C is going to be in there. But Packers fans, in 40 games, so in th let's just say 36 starts, uh, you know, Wooden played, or excuse me, he had 30 tackles for loss and 15 sacks. So that's pretty productive, too. That's pretty productive. And, uh, yeah, he had a couple forced fumbles. He looked good. Yeah, so, so so he looks good. And, and yeah, he's, he's actually, uh, yeah, I mean, he does look good. I, I'm, I'm very hopeful on him. You know, I, I turned on the film, and I was like, I like this. You know, I like this. So, so Alex, who do we have next? Quarterback Sean Clifford out of Penn State. This is the guy that Mel Kuyper had an undrafted I just, I don't grade like on. Yeah. You know, Sean Clifford out of Penn State. We watch a lot of Big Ten football. This guy isn't McSorley, if you remember him from Penn State. This is this is a head-scratcher, Packers fans. He started 46 games. No, I know he started a lot of games. <clears throat> Penn State is a decent team. He completed a lot of short passes. He was the fifth-best uh, short passer in the last few years in college football. Uh that's 1 to 19 yards. So he's accurate at a short distance. I don't know about this guy's arm strength. I don't know about his, you know, just general ability to play at the NFL level. I, I got a couple things to say. But best case, a backup, maybe? Well, if, clearly Jordan loves the guy in Green Bay. Um, you know, that's obvious to everybody listening here, especially now with Rodgers in New York. But I think the reason Goot made this move is because... He, and the reason he's, he oh, yeah. uh, drafted the, the kicker. So I'm going to loop these in, uh, Packers fans. It's, he drafted a quarterback and a kicker in the, in the uh, I believe that was a, the fifth, sixth fourth, round. fifth and sixth rounds. And me and Alex were like, huh, why is he drafting these positions? You know, why not, like, sign them, right? Well, the Packers have $40 million dead cap with Rodgers this year. So I think Goo is trying to, like, like what does a great uh, backup quarterback cost? Between like five to ten mil these days, it's yeah. crazy. So like, Goot wants to save. You know, this guy's been making what, like six hundred k, eight hundred k, something like that. Pro probably Solid. like, I mean, tough life, right? You know, if like, he makes the roster. If he makes the roster, which I I hope I he does he when you yeah. when you uh, invest that kind of capital in him, draft capital. But it's like that's a six and a half million dollar difference if a backup quarterback like one year seven million dollar deal. Think about it, Packers fans. You have to have a backup quarterback. But you might as well pay one dirt. You know, you might as well make it dirt cheap. So you can spend that six million dollars in savings. Yeah, you gotta have a guy ride everywhere. The and and same thing with your kicker. Like if Mason Crosby for some reason can't go, like he's probably gonna be open competition in camp. See how see how Crosby's legs are holding up. Uh, and the Packers, you know, Crosby's making what like three, four, five million. You know, this kicker's gonna be making like five hundred k. So there's another four and a half uh, million in savings. So with these two picks at these unique positions, Packers fans. Brian Gutenkunz is actually saving about $10 million in cap that we can probably use towards extensions 
and maybe even, you know, a free agent or two because this team could use all the depth they can get. You know, we don't have Aaron Rodgers anymore, a tremendous player. He's in New York. We have Jordan Love, and I think the, the management wants to do everything they can to succeed. That means freeing up as much cap, uh, cap room as possible. So that's my, that's my take on the quarterback. Packers the fans, quick aside. When we were traveling to Florence, KG goes, hey, did you see that Aaron Rodgers and Alan Lazard were at the Knicks game mm-hmm. courtside? I was like, no, I didn't see that, Packers fans. So Lazard and Rodgers have become the New York show. Can you believe it? It's gonna be it's gonna be I mean, fun to watch. And we were you talking know? about think... how it's the best time for them to get to New York, Packers fans, because it basically like New York's really tough, right? Like beat reporters and everything in Green Bay are not nearly as like, frankly, just like neutral. They're more like protective of the team. Uh, you're not really allowed to like say critical things of the team without you know getting a lot of hate or a lot of heat. And and you're like for example, some of our takes at the end of the year. A lot of our takes end up becoming true, but like we made the, the take that hey, if Aaron Rodgers is back as a quarterback, you know maybe the Packers need to get a different coach from Matt Lafleur, but he should definitely stay if Jordan Love is his, uh, you know, quarterback. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. You know what I'm saying? But we took a lot of heat for that. Long story short is, you know, basically uh, the New York media is tough, and and he doesn't have to start the season. We have May, June, July, August. He doesn't have to start the season until September. That's four months. And he's got four months to be the king in New York. Like, Aaron Rodgers is literally the king of New York right now for four months. To Must to, be a good feeling. He can enjoy fans. life, like king of the biggest city in the world. And the, the garden. If things, go, the, if the things garden. go south, which they very well might, because they, look at that division, right? If things go south, you know, it's going to be for several months down the road. You know, like Aaron Rodgers, yeah. it's, yeah, and so it's just, it's just a little tidbit. Because the New York media is not like the Green Bay media. No, you know, it's, it's significantly more critical. All I was kind of bring that up for was there's some exciting stuff going around the league as well as always, and we, you know, always touch on the NFL for Packers fans who may have interest in just the general game. It's, a, it's an exciting game. It's arguably the best game, NFL, American football, the older I get, the more I appreciate it. And maybe you two Packers fans, just awesome. Moving on, Dontavian Wicks, the wide receiver out of Virginia. You know, I like this guy. I like the name Dontavian, and I like his junior year. His junior his, year, ball. His sophomore year, sophomore redshirt year, in which he was 57 receptions, 1,203 yards, a 21.1 average. That's Six crazy. 100-yard receiving games. And nine touchdowns. Like, I, I see maybe, KJ, some some upside here. You know, like, can this guy come in, make a play? He's going to be battling out against Toure and some of these others. You could have drafted the worst guys. I think you, you could have drafted, drafted the worst, drafted worst guy guys. Like, he's a solid pick. What, did you get a fifth round? Fifth round pick on him? Yeah, I, I don't mind that. You know, if you ball like that, he, like, broke uh, someone's – yeah, he basically, like, broke uh, Virginia star Herman Moore's record. And for, for most receiving yards in a single season, 1,200 uh, receiving yards. That's big. You know, it's not, not common in uh, college. So, yeah, who else we got out there? And then after that so is... So, uh, you know, round six and round seven. Carl Brooks. Defensive, you know, in, interior. Carl Brooks from Bowling Green. Well, see, the thing I want to say about him is Bowling Green puts in sneaky good uh, players in the NFL. You know, I feel like they, they just put in some sneaky good players. Who... 
You can't think of one off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> Bowling Green. I haven't heard of an NFL player. You know, uh, I feel like they. That's he's a wild card. Packers fans. Carl Brooks it's, is a it's wild. True. Card. I, I don't know anyone off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> Auburn kicker Anders Carlson. KJ, I think, made a great point about the kickers. We'll see how the pick turns out. Maybe just to see, like, what Crosby still has, you know, keep it competitive. Um, should be interesting. In round seven, you have Carrington Valentine out of Kentucky, the cornerback. You have Lou Nichols, the third, the running back out of Central Michigan. Anthony Johnson, the safety out of Iowa State. And then Grant DeBooze, Charlotte wide receiver, We'll see what which one of these guys stick around, make a name for themselves. Cage, overall, what would you grade this Packers draft now that you had, you know, a, a day to kind of, day or two to let it, you know, settle in you? You know, man, <laughs> Bowling Green literally never has players in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but Packers fans, I like this draft. You know, I think Goot, clearly he made a few trade downs in the, uh, you know, middle to late rounds. And to get some extra picks, he's going for quantity in the later rounds. Like, if you look at the fifth round and beyond, right? Like, last three rounds, three, I believe that's two, two fifth-round picks, two sixth-round picks, and four seventh-round picks. That's eight guys total. He's like, look, I didn't expect to hit on all these guys, but if I hit on one or two of my fifth-round and onward picks, that's a pretty good thing. You know what I'm saying? So he's got eight guys there. I would there. take one guy out of those, bro. Exactly. If you can even hit on one of those guys. And then in the first four, I think there's a chance that three of the first four picks hit in terms of Lucas Van Ness, Musgrave. I Jader really B, like the Van Ness pick. I think he's I think he's Van Ness is going to be good. He's I think be good. I think two of the three of the next three are going to be good. Two of the good. next three upside, you know, maybe downside, one of the three, right? And then Jordan Love already has Christian Watson. So if you get, say, an elite tight end out of it, you got Watson in a tight end, and you can maybe go out there and get someone when this Rodgers cap is off the book. You know, or you draft another receiver next year. You it, keep it, them stacking. Exactly, Packers fans. Just imagine when the Packers sign free agents, um, you know, basically next year and onward. Like, big-time free agents. You know, like, we're talking, like, we're in on the big names because we're a hot young team. You know, but, you know I think our defense is going to take a level up. Uh, but back to the Brooks thing, the Bowling Green by Bowling... Green guy, uh, defensive lineman. He basically increased his sack total uh, all four years. Three and a half freshman year, four and a half sophomore year. It's like Kenny Clark numbers, albeit in college. And then his junior and senior year, he really leveled up as a D lineman. He had seven and a half and ten. So that's not bad. You know, 17 and a half sacks the last two years. Uh, 46 tackles for loss. You know. That'll get you drafted for Bowling Green. You know, apparently he actually had 62 pressures last year, according to Pro Football Focus, and that was the third most in FBS, Division One. That's Third good. most. So, so this guy gets pressures. He's disruptive. Uh, yeah. He's working hard, too, Packers fans. You always got to take a guy who works hard. I think it's been, you know, another draft. My grade, my, my moderate grade, I would say I would give this a B-. minus. If I'm if I'm given my delayed grade Packers fans, I think originally I said C. So B's average. B's average. I know. Yeah. I think this is a B minus. I think this is slightly, slightly below what I think, you know, most GMs or Packers had a good crop of picks this year. This wasn't like you had no picks. You had a kind of you had like a third, you had like a second. Packers had a first, two seconds, you know, tons of draft capital. 
good positions. So, seven down pick. I think Carrington. they did okay. I think they could have maybe done a little better, if I'm just being honest. But I really like the Van Ness pick, and I really like the Tucker Craft pick, and I'm excited to see what Reed and the others can do. Any final thoughts, Cajun? What's your grade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I just want to do a couple quick, quick uh, things. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, seventh round pick, uh, Dens- uh, Carrington Valentine. He played really well. He's a cornerback. He ran a 4-4, and he's uh, 5-11. He had a 39-inch vertical. But basically, he is uh, 35 games in Kentucky, and he played really well this last year against Anthony Richardson, the Colts draft pick. Um, he had uh, two, two breakup pass break, or three pass breakups against Anthony Richardson. So that's an NFL quarterback. And he had 10 uh, pass breakups on the season. He led his defense. And they also got the win versus Florida as Kentucky, right? So it's like Kentucky's not really a football school. But he's one of the better players that, uh, you know, came from Kentucky. And, uh, yeah, we picked up a running back, Nichols, from Central Michigan University. Very, very, very uh, junior season. Very, very, very talented junior season, I believe. When he, he had something like... Yeah, 2021, he had 1,800 yards and 16 touchdowns. So this guy was like a beast. And then, you know, you, you look at the last few picks. You got safety, Anthony Johnson, and wide receiver, Grant DuBose. Uh, yeah, I mean, this guy nearly uh, declared last year, Anthony Johnson, the, the safety. And he came back. And I guess, uh, you know, second-team All-Big 12. He basically is a key special teams player. You know, he's, he's very experienced in college and special teams. Yeah, so you guys will have to play special teams Iowa as well. State and, yeah, and then DuBose, uh, I guess this guy is pretty good. You know, he dominated uh, in two seasons. 6-1 receiver, but Packers final pick. He came from Charlotte, so small school, but 126 passes, 1,600 yards, and 15 touchdowns. So he was a beast in his, you know, realm. In his realm. And in my grade overall, I'm going to say B plus, man. I really think the top of this draft has a potential to hit. If you hit on three guys, you know, in the first three rounds, that's successful. And, you know, the Packers, they, they added weapons to Jordan Love. That was something they had to do. You added a pass rusher to supplement Rashawn Gary. That was something you had to, had to do. You did it in an affordable way. You added depth. You know, you took a few lottery tickets, right? And, uh... Man, I think I like the team. You know, if you look at the offensive weapons in total, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon. Then you have receivers, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs. You've got Jaden Reed. You know, maybe they'll sign someone. They probably should sign something. But unlike last year when you had no production on the tight end position, you have Lucas Musgrave and Tucker Craft, two big 6'5", 6'6", fast tight ends. And, uh, yeah, I mean, those are not... It's not a bad offense to Jordan Love. He's got a shot. You know what I'm it's saying? It's a young he, offense. He's not going to be hindered, in my opinion. Like, maybe he, he needs some ready NFL now he need, talent. He needs some more talent. Yeah, he does need more talent. I'd like to see Packers make one buy low move on the free agency pile. We'll see what happens there. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm hopeful. I give it, I give this draft a B plus. You know, so Al's a B minus. Katie's a B plus. What's and, your great Packers fans? Let us know. But before we wrap up, we're going to give away this Christian Watson jersey. Packers it's fans. It's time. Thank you so much for writing in, you know, entering their contests, our giveaways. You know these jerseys are official, straight from NFLshop.com. Official jerseys, your none size. of that knockoff stuff. This none is of that real, knockoff stuff. This is real stuff. 
This is the goods. These things are well, I think like 150 bucks these days. 150 yeah. bucks these days. 150 bucks. Hey, inflation hit the jerseys hard. They used to be, I remember when the jerseys used to be like 189. 189. You know, we would do these. Well, yeah, NFL was always been more expensive. 130, yeah, yeah. yeah, something like that. But like, in the time we've been doing like Packers, the jerseys have gotten like 20% more expensive. Yeah. <laughs> and we know because we bought, you know, a decent amount of jerseys. But, oh, yeah, like Alex said, thank you everyone for writing in. We're about to announce this contest. Drum roll, Alex. Who is the winner of the official Christian Watson jersey? All right. And the winner is Adrian Somers. Adrian. Adrian Somers, congratulations. We have an XL coming your way. Christian Watson. The Packers' number one receiver. Let's Thank you for on. entering. Congratulations on winning, Cage. What do you got to say? Yes, Adrian, congratulations. Make sure to send us a DM with your, your shipping info. We'll get that shipped off to you. And uh, Packers fans, if you didn't win, there's going to be many more contests and many more chances to win. Just keep it, you know, keep keep the lines open. You ever want to write us about your Packers taste? We're always open to listening in the DMs. You know, we oftentimes write back and forth with the fans in the DMs. Uh, just a little you know, more civilized conversation that way, right? Like, Packers fans, the hilarious part is, like, the comments are just the Wild West. You know, like, comments on, like, Packers, anything could go. And, like, you know Twitter is, like, you pretty know much the fun. Wild West as well. And uh, if, you, if you're looking to have, like, you know, I would say, like, deeper conversations, DMs are where it's at, Packers takes, Packers talk. And uh, that's why we love doing this podcast so much because of all of you. So if you didn't win, hey, don't worry about that. More contests in the future more chances to win in the future just keep it right here on Ike Packers and we say hey if you wouldn't mind texting this show to a friend that's the easiest way you can help us out and we can just build this community you know any take goes in this community if you have a take it's welcome in the Ike Packers community under this umbrella thank you so much for joining us today Alex take us home live from Florence Italy Packers fans thank you for being with us we appreciate each and every one of you please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and text it to a friend to help the show that's the number one way wishing everyone a wonderful week we're going to be back with more draft recap it's a good time to be a Packers fan it's the love era love is in the air until next time go pack up go pack up episode of the Ike Packers podcast and want to help the show, please subscribe, tell a friend, and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is how we can continue to give great value to you. As always, till next time, Packers fans, go Pack, go.
Yes, I know, yes, I know, and 